0: Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 162, and today I am really excited to share with you something kind of new that we're doing here on the Amazing Seller Podcast, and that is a hot seat session. I'm actually going to listen to a problem inside of someone's Amazon business that's currently selling right now, and I'm going to go ahead and break it down and kind of work through that problem publicly here. All right. Now I've invited Chris Schaefer on as well. And just to kind of give you a little bit of a backstory, we just recently announced that we're doing a live one day breakthrough event. Okay. Where we're going to have 30 Amazon businesses, sellers come to this event and we're going to have 10 hot seat sessions. So we're kind of You know we're kind of practicing here, right? We're kind of getting into the flow and seeing how things are going to, you know, go back and forth because that's what we're going to do here. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to kind of give our opinions, what we would do, um, some of these different scenarios and stuff like that. Now I do have to give you another little story. The the hot seat session that I am doing is for someone that I met in North Carolina when I was there visiting house shopping, um, which we're actually moving to South Carolina. But um, her name is Ebony McClary, and we. Met at a little coffee shop, her and three other people, and we sat around. And actually, we did a Periscope that day. So I'm gonna link up the Periscope session that you know that we did that day on the show notes to this episode. So episode 162. This way, here you can listen if you want to. Uh, and it was really fun. But the thing is, is she didn't even have a product launched yet. Okay, she was in that pre-launch phase in a sense. Okay, so you can kind of hear where we were there, and then now where we are, and kind of what we need to do moving forward. All right, so. Enough of me rambling here. I did want to just kind of set this up and let you know that I'm going to be doing more of these in the future, and uh, we'll go ahead and we'll publicly put these out there. So this way here, you can kind of hear the brainstorming and the thought process of going through this because everything isn't always going to be perfect. You guys know I've said that from the beginning, right? You're going to have roadblocks. You're going to have things that come up. So that's what I want to do here. I want to expose that and I want to give you guys like an inside an inside look as far as what that would look and feel like, all right? So that's that. Now, before we do move into this, I did want to remind you, okay, if you guys are brand new and you guys are brand new to this whole FBA private labeling thing, we do a live workshop that's similar to this at the end where we'll actually go through and answer your live questions. So if you want to attend one of them, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop and then Chris and I both answer live Q&A there and we go through the five phases for you know picking your product launching your product and everything in between all right so we'd love to have you attend that all right so what do you say let's go ahead and listen to this hot seat session that Chris and I did with Ebony McClary okay Chris Schaefer what is going on my friend how you doing man doing good man how are you I'm doing great. I am doing really good, and I'm excited to do this today. And that is this hot seat that we're gonna do here, and we're gonna try to do a few more of these uh, because we're kind of getting in training here for our live uh, our live event that we're gonna be doing. Ten of these that day, so we're gonna kind of you know get warmed up. We're gonna do one today. What do you say about that? I feel like
1: we need some like Rocky montage
0: music. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. So, why don't we explain really quickly what we're going to be doing here, um, so the listeners can uh, can kind of follow along and understand, you know, what it is that we want to do here and what we want to give to uh, to the people that are submitting uh, to be a hot seat. Um, so I'll start. So the first thing is, is I invited Chris on because Chris is very knowledgeable in, you know, Amazon selling and everything. Good friend of mine, but also, you know, he works with clients on a regular basis. So he sees, uh, you know, just different markets and and kind of like, you know, what people struggle with. But what we wanted to do is be able to kind of give both of our perspectives just by looking at, you know, like a situation in that business, so what we wanted to do is get a voicemail, and I actually, someone reached out to me and asked me some questions, and I said, you know what, would you mind if we shared your question, and then we kind of went back and forth, and it wasn't just questions, it was kind of like questions because she's struggling to get her, you know, her product going, and uh, and she had some questions, so I said, you know what, let's just get on there, and Chris can give his, you know, points of view, and I'll give mine, and uh, you know, maybe we'll agree, maybe we won't, but let's just go ahead and uh, and be able to you know, try to help this person and see what the problem is. Uh, now, she did share the product with me, Chris, but we aren't going to be talking about the product. We're just going to give our thoughts as we're looking at it, but also we're going to be able to look at the data before you would even look at the product. I think that's what's more important here is to kind of look at all of the elements that are around the product and maybe why it's struggling. Does that sound good? Sounds great, brother. All right, so let's uh let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and listen to the question or, you know, the struggle or the sticking point because that's kind of what we're doing. So let's just pretend we're there in that room right now, Chris, right? We're in the room We've got 30 people in the room right now, and uh, we've got a lot more listening. But let's say we've got 30 people in the room, and we've got uh, we've got this hot seat, uh, you know, getting ready to go here. And by the way, I just I should give you guys a little bit of a story. And Chris, I think I told you this, but um, I met Ebony. Her name is Ebony McClary, and I met her in Charlotte. Uh, some of you that are longtime listeners probably remember that, I even did a Periscope, and uh, I was in North Carolina, South Carolina, that area, and I was looking for, uh, you know, houses that we were going to be thinking about moving into, or a house, and we were house hunting, and... Uh, my listeners knew I was there because I told them I was going to be there, and um, I was invited to a little hangout or a little, you know, kind of like a little meetup, and they said, we're meeting at this coffee shop. We'd love for you to come, so I said, well, how? where is it, and it was like 15, 20 minutes from, uh, you know, the area that I was going to be at at that time, and I said, yeah, why not, so we hung out there, and Ebony um, was there, and she was just getting her product going, and she didn't tell me the product at the time, by the way. She was just talking about what she was doing and where she was in the process, and uh, then from there, she followed up, said she launched, and then now she emailed me again, um, probably about six, seven months later. Well, no, about five months later, I guess it is. And, um, and now she's struggling with where she is in the process. So that's where we are just to kind of get you guys caught up. And Chris, I don't know if you knew that backstory or not, but Ebony, uh, she was, uh, someone there that I was sitting at that coffee shop with, and we were having a, a great conversation just about Amazon in general. Did you know that Chris?
1: Now that you say that, I actually remember her cause I watched that scope. Oh, okay. But- I, I didn't realize that that was the same person until just now. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it was It was really cool. So, um, all right. So anyway, guys, let's go ahead and listen to uh, the, the hot seat with Ebony. And uh, we can go ahead and go back and forth and let you guys know what we think that we would do in this situation.
2: Hello, Scott. This is Ebony from Charlotte. First off, I want to thank you so much for all the guidance and support you provide us with each and every week. You continue to be an inspiration to us all. To give a bit of a background on my question, last May, I started the research phase for my Amazon business. I received and started selling my first product in September. Unfortunately, by the time I went to market with my product, it was highly saturated with other sellers selling the same product with minor tweets. First, I assured my title, bullet points, description, and images were solid. I created my keywords, I ran a small promotion, and I started pay-per-click. I have completed several promotions and gathered about 100 reviews to help establish my credibility. When I run a promotion selling 5 to 10 products per day, my product displays on the second page for my main keyword. When I'm not running a promotion, I'm only selling about 3 to 4 units per week and my product falls to the third page and my BSR tanks. Over time, I have tweaked my keywords and pay-per-click campaigns and budgets. The more money I invest in pay-per-click, the more sales I obtain, but it is never enough to cover my expenses. So far, I'm always in the negative. My question is, do you have any advice for how I can increase my sales without spending a great deal of money and breaking the bank? Thank you so much, Scott. I really appreciate it.
0: Okay, Ebony, thank you so much for the question. Very clear uh, message, I have to say. Your mic is sweet. It was really good. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to dive in here, Chris, and I know you probably have some thoughts here. Um, you and I did a little bit of looking at her product and kind of like the market that she's in and stuff. Did you want to have a first stab at this?
1: Yeah. And so I think, I think the first thing Scott is she started, you know, research last May. Right. And that, that's good for a lot of things, but there's two key things that I think, you know, Either she needs to go back and look at again or just kind of learn from in this experience in general and that everybody in the TAS community, and you and I see this all the time in product product research, two really big things that that people need to pay attention to. The first is depth of the market, right, and understanding that even though the total sales look really good. Understanding that distribution of sales and just just based on what you and I looked at quickly. It looks like the top couple sellers are selling a whole bunch and everybody else is kind of kind of dripping along, which you can kind of hear her say, because if she does, you know, the five or 10 sales during a giveaway, she's getting somewhere close to that second page. But other than that, she's only selling a couple a week. And it looks like a lot of the sellers in that market are kind of having that same experience. I think the other thing that I that I pulled away from this is taking a look at the seasonality of a product based on when she started her product research and knowing what the product is, it would have been very, very hot around that time, right? It would have been a really good product to look at. But the, the step that a lot of people miss and, and something that I think she should take a look at and, and know if she hasn't already is that she does have a more seasonal product than, than something that I think you or I would generally tend to look at, Right the summer is going to be a a better time for her product than right now, which is January, right? Not a lot of people are going to be using it right now. So I wouldn't lose complete faith based on that. Just know that it's going to be, it's going to be hot starting right around now and and moving into summer is going to be the best season for her. Is that something that, that you took away too?
0: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with everything. And, you know, I think it goes back to again, you know, product research guys. I mean, it is, it is like the main thing that you need to, um, you know, to, uh, to understand and, you know, really just those key components that we've talked about before, meaning, you know, like things like, your depth of the market, right? And then also the sale price. Looking at the sale price, um, also in in this here, I look at I look at all the, the prices, and currently they're all still right around nineteen ninety nine, which is which is great because I'm assuming that this product was sourced for probably around four fifty or five dollars, probably no more than that. So the margin is there, you know, and all of that. You, you're probably going to make your ten dollars, you know, per unit ish, somewhere in there, um, you know. But you know, currently right now. The question that I would have for myself is like, okay, if I get on page one right now for this, you know, golden keyword, right, this keyword, if I get there, and I just had this conversation, Chris, with um someone that I did a, a short little coaching call with yesterday, and um, for those of you, you know, I do not do private coaching call, you know, like, getting paid for. I What I do is I do them as one of our giveaways when people join the class. Um, I'll do that as a, it's kind of like a prize that we do. So when I mention these coaching calls, they're like a 30-minute coaching call that I do as a bonus. So I don't want everyone to email me being like, Scott, I heard that you said you did it. You told me that you don't do it. Well, I don't do it. I don't like, you know, you can't hire me to do that. Let's just say that. But anyway back on track here so I was on this coaching call and uh, and I was you know going through the whole product and and the thing was is is this could have been fixed not this particular situation with ebony but her problem could have been fixed if the research was done better and you looked at those those small little things but they're really big things if you looked at those things in the beginning could have prevented you to get to this point meaning like you know looking at the product price and then saying to yourself well Okay, let's say I can bundle this, but are anybody even interested in bundles? And if they are, if I get to first page, this is the number one question. If I get to first page, what is the chances that I'm going to, uh, or what's the best situation here? What's the best outcome? So I'm looking at the first page here in Jungle Scout right now, the top 18, that is, and... The very first one that is selling for this golden keyword is only 984 a month. Now, I say only, and a lot of you are like, well, Scott, that's 10 per day. That's more than that, right? And you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's like 30 a day, right? If I'm doing my math correctly. But then we go to number two, 210. We go to number three, 409. We go to number four, 123. We go to number five, 245. Uh, six, 196. Seven, 156. Eight, 61. 9, 78, 10, 183, you know, uh, 11, 121, 12, 188, right? So your best, your very best you're going to do, forget about number one spot, the very best you're going to do if you don't hit number one is you're going to sell between two and 300 right now, okay? And you're saying to yourself, well, okay, Scott, there's your 10 by 10 by one and you're right, but you need to get there. What's it going to take to get there? So in this case, well, I would look at these numbers too and I'd say, well, If I want to get on page one and I want to start selling, uh, you know, I want to start selling, you know, my, you know, five or seven a day because it's about what you can kind of guess here that you're going to do. If I want to do that, what's it going to take me to get there? Well, I would say you have to give away probably 15 to 20 units per day for five days as a promotion for that keyword. All right. And then that's going to hopefully get you on first page. Now, once you get the first page, do you have everything else in place? Do you have good images? Do you have good title? Do you have uh, you know a good a good offer? Uh, you know, do you have good reviews? Right. Because it's one thing to get people there once we get on first page. But now are we going to convert them? Now, I did look at Ebony's listing. It does look pretty solid. Images look great. Uh, heading or title looks great. Uh, bullet points look great. They're all benefit-driven. Uh, you know, So I don't think it's a problem of her making sales. I think it's a matter of getting on page one. But again, you have to ask yourself, what's it going to cost you to get to page one? If it's going to cost you a lot of money to get there, it might just not make sense, right? Because we're looking at the numbers right now. Now, in the busy season or when you start to get to the busy season, I would do it a month before the busy season to get myself rooted there. That might be the time that you do this. So my suggestion here again and not you know falling in love with the product my suggestion here would be you know continue to run maybe a really light campaign for this product just to keep some sales going so you're not like falling off the map i wouldn't do a huge giveaway right now but i would start thinking about other products that are not necessarily uh, in this space, well, you want it around this type of activity, but you don't want it to be this style of product because again, it's seasonal. We want to find something else that maybe these people are interested in in this market that could be that could be year round or could be at other times of the year. So this way, here you can you can balance out your portfolio. Chris, what do you think? I'm going to let you have a, a stab at this now. I, you know, I think
1: I think you're kind of spot on there, Scott. I think the wait biggest wait wait a thing- you said kind of. What 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 am I not spot on with? Come well, on, I, I'll get there. All right, all right. Let me get there. You know, right now, let's just focus on this product for a second. To get to page one is great, right? We need, we absolutely need to do that. And I think just the thing, again, the thing that was missed is the depth of the market, right? By all other metrics, by price, by reviews, by, you know, total sales volume in the market, this product looks good, right? But again, the seasonality and then the depth is the thing that that would kind of distract me from that. That being said, you still can hit that, you know, eight, nine, 10 sales a day, even right now when it's not the hot season for this product, but you do have to get to page one. So I would, you know, Ebony, take a look at Google Trends, see when the hot season for this is and do exactly what Scott just said. The other thing that I would look at is those PPC campaigns, right? She said she's done it. She does make more sales when she does it, but she doesn't do it profitably, right? That tells me that there's work to be done. Right. And that she can probably test and tweak a lot of those campaigns so that they are profitable. The question that I would have and, uh, you know, without her here in front of us to answer it, we don't know, is has she played around with any of the new keyword types? I would do that. I would take a look at the, the customer search term report that we talk about back in, is that 129, episode 129, Scott? Um, and and take a look at some of the phrase and exact match PPC options based on the keywords that are actually performing the customer search terms, what the customers are actually typing in. And I would start playing with PPC on this as well, probably before I went and sourced another product just to see if I could find a profitable profitable PPC campaign and even just pick up an additional one or two sales a day. So she's taking it from three or four a week to six or eight a week. Does that make sense, Scott? Yeah, that totally makes sense. And I mean, I don't think that it's out of, you know, that that
0: that's you know, out of the ordinary to, to be able to, you know, like you said, go and, and create a little campaign that generates you some steady sales. That's not, uh, you know, um, losing you money that you can actually either break even to keep that velocity or to just keep yourself getting rooted. Uh, because I think, you know, I think Danny Brewer talks about that. It's like, you know, you're creating roots um, by, by being on that first page. And if you can keep that going, even if it's just a break even for now and then when the the hot season comes, then you, it's easier to, to rank higher and, and longer and all that stuff uh, but the other thing I wanted to point out here real real quick is for people that can't see what we're looking at is like you know I'm looking at also like the reviews right like all of the reviews aren't that high. I mean, the number one is yeah, 574, but the second one is 331, the next one is 31, the next one's 46, the next one's 96, and the next one's 479. That's a major brand, by the way. And then um and then 119, 16, 66. So she's got I think 90 some reviews. So, you know, I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is is getting ranked. But like you said, Chris, yes, okay, let's say and we're only looking at You know, page one for this one keyword, and there's a lot of other keywords. But here's here's the one thing that people might uh, they might not look at. We're looking at page one for this, but we're but we're looking at the overall estimated sales for the month collectively. So this doesn't mean that she, or that not that she, but these people are getting all of their sales through this keyword. This is all of the keywords. So I kind of agree with what you're saying, but I also say I wouldn't spend too much effort there because regardless, if you, if you blanket the area with all of your keywords, you're probably not going to exceed what these are selling because these, you know, there's 18 on this one page and collectively, if we added those all up, you're still not
1: going to probably be at your 3000, you know, I mean, it'd be close. Thoughts? Thoughts, Chris? Yeah, I, I, that's that's completely valid. I think the only the, the only caveat to that is, yes, even if you do blanket all the, the keywords, you're not necessarily going to sell you know 20 a day, 30 a day, whatever that is. But if she can get this to eight or nine a day, right? If she can get to that third or fourth spot for this keyword or whatever the main keyword is that's driving most of those sales, even at a break-even PPC where she's not losing money, it can't hurt, right? I mean, I, I know you have a product... That kind of does a couple a day, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it just kind of it sits there and it does that, and then it has a little bit of a of a hotter season, and it'll do more than that. But as long as you're not losing money on it, it can't hurt to have it there, so that when the hot season does pick up, you might jump to twenty or thirty a day. Right. 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 So, you know, it, this isn't something that I would flush by any stretch of the no, imagination.
0: no, 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 no. Not at it's all. It's
1: something that I think if she can find. If she can go through that customer search term report and even find only two or three phrases that make sense to advertise on, even if it's a break even, that will help her tremendously in addition to that that small kind of like rolling promotion that you talked about where she's going to do a bunch leading up into the hot season to spike her BSR to get her closer to the first page for all of these all of these relevant keywords does that make sense
0: yeah no that makes that makes total sense and uh you know again I'm looking at the numbers here just to kind of give people a visual uh you know all the way down to number seven let's say one through seven they're 150 or more okay so 100 like I'll, I'll work myself backwards so spot number seven is 156 number six is 196 five is 245 four is 123 three is 409 and two is 210. And obviously number one is 984. They're taking most of the sales, but here's the thing. You know, if you're selling even for a day, you know, for a month, that's 120. Okay. Right. So, you know, again, like you're saying to keep some sales going and to hopefully get yourself ranked on page one. So when the traffic does come back, you're there. I think that's what it means. So to me personally, it would be like you said, Chris, you know, Go ahead and try to find two or three campaigns that you can run that are going to be either break even or profitable. Okay. And that to do that consistently for getting yourself, you know, consistently ranking. So this way, when you get that traffic, you're there. On the other end of this, if I was giving, you know, more advice, it would be okay, now start looking at product number two and what product could you roll out now that you've learned. This, okay, and what to look for. And then from there, you know, start, you know, deciding if there's something that you can roll out in this market that could be a little bit more year round or even something that was going to be hot now, but not in the summer months, let's say. So you can kind of have that balance. Um, That would be my advice moving forward, uh, you know, from what we've learned so far from Ebony. And you, Chris?
1: I agree with that completely. I think the, again, the first thing is to kind of stop. Not necessarily stop the bleeding, but, you know, get this headed in at least the right direction, right? Which is get it to a place where it is selling a couple a day so that she's at least break even on it. And then when the hot season comes, it'll take off and she'll sell a couple a day, right? And again, guys, you know, Scott, you mentioned earlier, generally speaking, in this market, products are around nineteen ninety nine. She's probably sourcing it for four or five bucks, which means after Amazon fees, she's probably making around $10 an organic sale, right? Yeah. Yep. So... Even if, even if she only ends up selling four or five a day during the hot season, that's 40, 50 bucks a day. That's nothing to shake a stick at, right? It's not 100 a day, which all of us would love, but it's four or five a day. That's a good product. It's not necessarily our goal, right? Scott, you and I talk about 10 by 10 by one, but it's a good product and it's making profit. So if you can get it to that point, go for it. The second step in that would be to find something that can be that 10 by 10 by one, that 20 by 10 by one that next product that is going to sell at a higher volume and more consistently for you.
0: So let me ask you this, Chris, because this is a question that, that I know that she may be asking. So now what? What do I do right now to try to get myself on page one? You know, do I do a giveaway and try to force myself there? Do I just run pay-per-click for that keyword? Like, what is your strategy moving forward? I'm asking you. Well, what would you do, Chris? You're, you're, you're consulting me right now.
1: So for me, if this was a product that I'm working with, I wouldn't do a giveaway right now. I would wait until, like you said, Scott, right before the hot season, which is a couple months from now. Again, Ebony, check out Google Trends. You'll know when that is. Uh, what I would do right now for this product is focus on the PPC. Really drill into that search terms report and find there. there is more than likely a keyword or a key phrase or a couple in there that are going to make you money or at least break you even. And that will get you the number of sales a day that you need. Not necessarily for the I, I think I figured out what she's considering the number one search term, Scott, and it's different the one that, than the one that you and I were looking at. Um, it won't necessarily get you to the first page for the main one, but it will get you to the first page for the more related ones that that you and I were looking at, Scott. And that would be my goal for right now, because if you're there now, you're going to stay there during the hot season. And then if you add the giveaway on top of that. There's a good chance you'll hit the first page for the bigger, broader category keyword that I think she is targeting specifically.
0: The other thing that I would test here, Chris, because I'm looking at this too. I'm looking at uh, number three spot and they're selling 409. So they're like the second highest. But they're also one of the lower priced ones. They're 1695 versus 1995. I would probably then lower my price and give it a shot. What do you have to lose? Right. You're not gonna really lose anything if you do this, other than you know, a little bit of your margin, but you're not gonna lose any money per se, right? So I would say I would go as even as low as like 1597 and I would see what that would do. I mean, if you start getting seen in different places, not just for this one keyword that you're going after, but you start getting seen, people will see that, and then that could be the buying decision for them, and right now, yes, you don't want to have to compete on price, but for you to start getting the volume of sales and start to get a steady flow of sales, three, four, five a day, that could be something, and I just recently played around with this myself, you know, I did this on a product, and I publicly talk about this, where, you know, I was selling that thing for as high as twenty two ninety seven at one point. And then a bunch of competitors started coming in. I was still the highest, and I still am the highest. Um, but most people right now are selling it between eleven ninety seven and you know twelve ninety seven. Sometimes even nine ninety seven. And uh, you know I've lowered mine as low as I think no twelve ninety seven. And that really boosted my sales. And I did that for like two days, and then I raised it back. And ever since um, fourth quarter, I've just raised it back to I believe now I'm at fifteen ninety seven for that, which you know, I'm still making about six or seven bucks on that. So it's not really uh, where I want to be, but it's kind of where I have to be right now. But I'm still higher than a lot of a lot of my competitors. But price for me really did help to spike sales short term without running a promotion. So it's worth testing that. I mean, I would say definitely test that.
1: Yeah. And I think I think especially because of the seasonality of this product that it it can't hurt right now, right? Everybody almost everybody else in that market is above sixteen, seventeen dollars. So if you drop it, you know, Scott, you said you could go as low as 1597. I'd start around 1699 probably. Um, and that'll at least put you on par with everybody that, that is that quote unquote lower price point. You do have more reviews than most of those people. So chances are you'll stand out, especially at that price point. And then if you start to rank on some of these longer tail search terms, you're gonna drive more sales volume. Amazon's gonna see you as more relevant for that main keyword and you can you can start to really flywheel from there. Does that make sense, Scott?
0: Yeah, no, it makes makes total sense and I and I love it. And uh, you know, I think again, I mean, just to kind of reiterate what we've kind of talked about here, I mean I think you've got a good product, I think that you've got a great listing, so all of the framework is in place, now it's just a matter of traffic, right, and you can only get so much traffic, you know, of the traffic that's there, right, we can't produce more traffic in Amazon, it's the traffic that's there, because we're on that platform. Now, taking this a step further, we're not going to do this, but you could, if you had you know, if you had a a, a presence on social media, if you had a following there, if you had a following uh, or if you had a Google uh, site, uh, you know, a website that, you know, was getting traffic, then you're going to pick up sales there, right? So there's other avenues as you move forward. But I wouldn't say spend a ton of money to get that stuff up and running right now because it's going to cost a lot of money to do that. And you're you're risking more than you would if you were just to roll out another product that could complement this product or that could be to this customer. Again, I want people to understand that when you're rolling out another product, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a product that's going to attach to this product necessarily. It just needs to be what, you know, it needs to be something of what your customer would be buying. You know what I mean? Like, so in the mindset of that customer, there's other activities. If they're not doing this activity in the, the summer, they're doing something else in the winter, right? So figure out what that activity is or that hobby or whatever it is, and then go after that as your next product. And then they can, uh, you know, they can help each other through this process. So that's my last little bit of, uh, of advice here. Chris, do you have anything else you want to add before we uh, before we end this hot seat session?
1: No, let's let's just summarize it. And Scott, if I miss anything, feel free to to jump in and yell at me. So kind of the thoughts collectively that we have is, you know, the listing looks pretty good there. You know, you can play around with the headline all you want. You can do some of those kinds of things. It looks pretty good. I would leave that the way that it is. Consider price testing, you know, maybe drop it to 1695, 1699. If you can still make a little bit of a margin on that to see if that spikes your sales. Really dig into that customer search term report for PPC and see if there are any winning phrases in that. And Ebony, if you haven't listened to episode 129, Scott and I dive into the full strategy for that in that episode. And then I think the last one was right before the hot season. And Ebony, you know what your keywords are. So go to trends.google.com, type them in there, see when the hot season is. Right before that is when you're going to want to do kind of that next big promo giveaway right, to really spike your rank for the keywords that you know are going to produce sales for you. And then the last thing was find a similar product or a product that fits a similar audience through a variety of different things, social media, just through traditional Amazon product research, and see if you can bring that in to complement the sales that you're going to get from this. If you do all of those things, I, I think you can turn this around and make this into something maybe not that's getting 10 a day, but probably that's getting three or four a day And if you add that second product on top of that, I think you'll be good to go. Yeah, no, I love
0: it. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, just say again, uh, you know, it it really comes down to in the beginning, though, that research, right? I mean, not saying that, Ebony, you wouldn't have, have wanted to release this product. Maybe you use this product and maybe it's something that you wanted to roll out because you wanted to create one better or whatever. Or maybe it was from the research that you did, but maybe you just didn't look you know, at the seasonality of the product and maybe now on your next one, you're going to be aware of that. So that's why I always tell people, you know, you're going to learn from this process, but you just need to understand that, you know, if you don't have depth in the market, it's going to be really hard to be able to grab the number one, two or three spot in order to get those sales. What we always talk about is, is, you know, if we were looking at these numbers and you went all the way down to listing number 10 or 12 and they're still generating three, 400 sales a month right now consistently, well, then we know that we can even come in that low on the ranking on that page or, or, you know, for that keyword, and we can probably scoop up a good majority of those sales. So that's kind of what we talk about with that uh, depth of market. And this is another great example of why depth of market is huge when picking a product. So um, yeah, that's pretty much going to wrap it up. And this has been awesome. It's going to be a little bit different though live, Chris, I'm actually a lot different because we're going to actually physically have a person in the hot seat. This would be Ebony. And then we're going to have you and I sitting there being able to do this live. And then we're going to also have everyone that's attending chime in, right? We've got people that are going to be coming here that are already selling successfully and they're going to be able to add their takes on what they might do or, um, you know, something that they tried and it worked and all of that stuff. So I'm really excited to have this live energy as well. So I'm really, really pumped up about that. I know, Chris, you are as well, Um, you know, and if anyone is looking to possibly attend one of these in the future, if we do another one, which we're we're not 100 percent sure yet, Chris, Right, we got to kind of test this thing out and see how it's going to work and see if we can
1: break something. Yeah, we got to see if we can sit there and do hot seats this long.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, or you know, be able to uh, to get them done in thirty minutes because that's about what we're allowing for those hot seats. So especially yeah. with the way you and I talk, exactly. Um, we're gonna have to have a timer for sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this, and it's gonna be in Denver, uh, Colorado on May first, and it's already uh, it's already booked. We already have all thirty spots booked. So really excited for that. We are gonna do a few more of these, kind of like uh, in training for the hot seats uh, and and all of that. So it'll be kind of like our training for the for the prize fight, I guess, is uh, what we would. What would we be doing here? So uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it, and I, I just love uh, being able to uh, to sit around and talk about it, and this is our way of doing it here live on the podcast. So uh, if anyone wants to definitely sign up in the future for a possible one that will maybe be coming to an area near you, or maybe you want to come to that area, you can head over to TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash live. Again, that's TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash live. There'll be like a registration page there, and you can just sign up to be notified when... The the next one will be held and uh, yeah, it'd be really, really awesome. So Chris, I want to thank you again, buddy, and I appreciate it. And uh, is there any last little bits of uh, advice you want to give the listeners?
1: Other than make sure you check depth of market and seasonality of the product. I think I think we're good to go. Scott, those are the two mistakes that we see all the time, right? Every time I get a question from somebody about a product, those are the two things that they missed, or didn't, didn't look at over a long enough period of time to really get an understanding of. And you and I cannot stress enough how important those two things are in the product research phase.
0: Yeah, it, it means it means a lot. It means the success of your product or the, the, fail, the failure of your product. So, and, and in this case, I don't think it's a failure. I think it's a learning experience. And I think that it's just understanding now that you're going to have peaks and valleys throughout the year with this type of product, which is fine, but now you have to balance out your portfolio. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. This has been awesome. I will talk to you soon and everyone else listening. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you, but you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Chris, you say it with me today. Take action. action. Come on. You missed it. Let's do that again. One, two, three. Take Take action. action. All right, guys. Take care. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Oh, yeah. Hey, I almost forgot to. I wanted to mention that we are now adding transcripts to these episodes. So if you guys want to have a full transcript so you can follow along, you can read, you can download them, or you can read them on the blog, just head over to this episode, and that would be the amazing seller.com forward slash one six two. You'll get all the show notes and you'll have the ability now to read the transcripts or even download them.
1: All right. So just wanted to remind you once again, take action. Have an awesome day.